The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the April 2021 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to take a look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind the biggest winners, losers, movers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us today for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who is the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics. And outside of managing Searchmetrics' biggest clients to SEO success, he's dug through the Searchmetrics suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my monthly sit-down with Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. What's up, Ben? How you doing? I'm good. Excited to be here during the spring and excited to talk about some of the big changes happening in SEO. Let's get down to it. This is a big month in SEO. We're waiting for the upcoming launch of Core Web Vitals. That's the biggest news. It's coming next month, right? A little bit of a pause, reel back on that one. Sorry, psych, everybody. We're kidding. It was a little bit of a Groundhog's Day, right? That's the headline for this month, right? Is that Google announces a year in advance that they're launching Core Web Vitals only to delay them for an extra month. So we're all sitting on our hands here. Yeah, I mean, not that different to the delay and postponement of the mobile-only indexing. So we saw that kind of come up again. I think it was speculated within the industry, like, are they really ready for this? How does this work with like smaller sites that may not have field data in enough volume for it? So it's like, there were a lot of questions. 
But yeah, Google came out and said it is being postponed. So it will no longer come out in May. It'll be coming out end of July. And then they also gave a bit more color and context into like, no, this will not be a one-time big splash rollout. It will have an estimated rollout till the end of August. And then they also gave some additional... And we were seeing hints in the communication over the last couple months. A little bit of a softening of it is, hey, this is not going to be the only factor. Reiteration of that not being the only factor. And then also kind of telling them like, hey, it's going to be more of a tiebreaker if content and these other things are equals, then yes, the website that has the better Core Web Vitals scores would get the nod. We've talked a lot about Core Web Vitals on this podcast this entire year. And the fact that Google is delaying it makes me just want to punt till next month to talk about Core <laughs> Web Vitals. We've covered this topic enough. Talk to me about some of the other big happenings this month. You know, Were there other changes in the SEO world that caught your eye? Yeah, there was another one that was announced by Google, which was their product review update. And so it is worth noting that this is not a core algorithm update, meaning that it's not aimed at all queries, but just the queries around product reviews. They gave some additional guidance into giving more kind of preference to the longer form in-depth product reviews. I think this is an area that Obviously, it's been on the rise. There's been quite a few sites that are kind of doing more aggregated content in the review space. So it seems to be something that, yeah, they're kind of tightening down a little bit. But this one was focused or targeted towards product reviews versus just kind of like all queries. Important to differentiate, not a core update, generalized, very specific target towards reviews. And we've seen a couple different changes in the product review rating space over the last year or so where Google's basically trying to make a concerted effort to stop marketers from just spamming or fabricating reviews Talk to me about some of the impacts that reviews have had. I know that there were review-specific sites. Did you look into how some of the review-specific sites performed in the wake of this algorithm update? I did. So, I mean, I think there's a few areas because you see product reviews in a variety of kind of... You have the websites, like you said, that are more kind of like pure play, like just doing information on products and comparing products and reviewing them and then others within kind of the e-commerce space. So the kind of like big players or like generalist, I would say, in that space is going to be kind of like your CNETs, your Tom's Guide, and those types of sites. Those ones, as far as overall SEO visibility, pretty stagnant. So not substantial swings within those sites, but we did see some other movements kind of within these like related or more niche kind of areas within this type of queries. So the headline here is the review sites weren't really impacted when Google updated the algorithm related to product reviews. Tyson, if the big review companies didn't see much fluctuation, where do we see changes related to Google's product review algorithm update? Yeah. And so within reviews, you have like these like more pure play like review sites, but then you also have like reviews within e-commerce And if we start from looking at just what has gone on over the last month within e-commerce, I think 
One, last month we talked about a lot of the Big Ten taking a bit of a hit minus eBay, who was pretty kind of stable and a little bit more flat last month. This month we did see an uptick in some of those sites. So there's a bit of an increase, a rebound on Amazon, Walmart, eBay even more so than Walmart. So they have that separation. And then Etsy on the other side continued to kind of slide down a bit, which we talked about last month. So there is some movement within e-commerce, but I wouldn't say it's like this big kind of splash movement that we've seen in some other months. Yeah. So my takeaway here, big review sites are reliant on reviews, which means they have a high volume of quality reviews. Reviews are also very useful in e-commerce as well, not just as the sort of core product for a website. So when we're looking at the biggest e-commerce sites, we still didn't see a very big fluctuation because of this algorithm. It it sounds like it was a bad month for e-commerce last month. We're starting to see rebounds across the board. Is there, when you dig in even farther, if you're looking for a specific subset where reviews are really important and we saw some fluctuations, you know, pick a category, pick something you like, where are we seeing, you know, fluctuations that you think are actually related to Google's update? Yeah, I'm a sucker for outdoor recreation. So if I look into that one, it was interesting seeing that REI had a very strong month. Even just this last week, they jumped up 14% or so. So they're kind of closing in on the exporting goods. But then if you look in the part of their site and then even in comparing like the exporting goods, you see the directories that are focused more on these review and kind of like editorial informational type content. And like the learn directory within REI has had a substantial increase over the last six months. And so you can see that they're really investing in this informational review, in-depth knowledge around the industry. And so we saw some movement with that. Similar story, not quite as extreme of growth, but you also see it within pro tips subdomain within Dick Sporting Goods. And so I think those have elements within this product review. It also, to me, shows another trend that we've been seeing over the past few months. And we talked about it in the Q1 SEO report is amongst these top head terms, you're seeing more kind of blended intent within the top ranking domains. And so rather than seeing just category pages for a general term like running shoes, you're going to see the best running shoes and then a category page for running shoes and then how to buy running shoes. And so I think when you look into these informational parts of these e-commerce sites, like the Learn directory within REI, you're seeing a lot of growth and movement. It's not, I would say it's not 100% just this was from reviews, but... I think you have this, this kind of like overlap within that type of content that has some that's review oriented, some that's more long form editorial. And so I would say overall in e-commerce, you're seeing some of this growth in the informational or editorial content in both of those areas. And so you're seeing some of these companies that are investing further in that space to both increase the coverage on the head terms as well as maybe playing into the opportunity to have some kind of like two different intents, same topic. Maybe we could get some stack rankings, which yeah, Sebastian Edgar has kind of talked about a fair amount. So I think that's something interesting too to consider within the same conversation. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. 
And you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So Tyson, you know, you mentioned there's review sites and there's e-commerce. You know, are there any other places where you're seeing product reviews or review fluctuations causing changes in SEO visibility? Yeah, one interesting one is looking at G2. So we're not talking about like an e-commerce product, but more of like software reviews. And G2 actually saw a nice uptick over this last month as well. So if you look at kind of like when this update happened, you do see an increase. And really G2's had a really strong last six months since, I mean, kind of really starting some... Since they got rid of Kevin Indig, that's really what it must be about. Yeah, I mean, now that Kevin's at a Shopify, uh, are they going to be able to sustain it though? Sorry, Kevin, friend of the program, if you're listening, we're busting your chops. <laughs> but yeah, like September, uh, kind of into September, they had some substantial growth, but they had a nice uptick from this last algorithm update. So yeah, I mean, they're at an all-time high right now. Um, so I'd say they were a beneficiary in this space. And outside of reviews, are, is there any other news that happened this month? Any other big fluctuations that caught your eye? Yeah, one, and it's, I wouldn't say it's review, but it's in kind of like a similar realm is some of this like UGC type content, because sometimes they are able to rank on these like obscure type like review queries. And I think this also is interesting knowing that like, hey, with this update, we're focusing on like quality, in-depth, long form, like those elements. Quora actually saw a decline over this last month. It's, you know, I wouldn't say like, hey, this is the reason, but I thought it was interesting. Whereas like Reddit, you saw kind of the opposite direction. So Quora for I think longtime listeners or something, it was a website that we talked about over the last couple of years, especially going back like three years ago. They had this awesome story of how they're leveraging UGC content and had this tremendous growth. But then over the last year to two years, they've seen quite a bit of a decline from it. And this month, they, they dropped a little bit further. What about at the top? You know, we see UGC like YouTube. Have we seen any fluctuations? Yeah. And when I think of product reviews, often I'm thinking of like, that's the UGC channel where people are creating videos doing reviews. Have we seen any fluctuations with YouTube? 
Great question. YouTube actually, I mean, we talked about them last month being a winner. This month, they're right back down to where they were. So they actually had a pretty substantial drop this last month or the last five weeks. Not, I mean, lower than they were a month ago, but not kind of where it was end of January. So it's still a little bit up from that. But YouTube dropped quite a bit. And then interesting enough, even though it's not in the review piece, but we did see a pretty substantial increase on Google. So it wasn't necessarily just google.com, but this primarily was in the form of their subdomains. The one that was taking most of the gains was the play subdomain. But we also saw a pretty substantial increase in the books subdomain and a lot of brand terms they were picking up kind of rankings in that space. Interesting. I uh, My guess is, you know, Google, somebody's back there just pulling a lever, being like, less YouTube, more Google to try to, you know, keep the uh, the lawyers off the scent of the fact that they may or may not just favor their own properties. <laughs> not that I'm suggesting that Google would favor their own properties or anything. But I do like the image of someone kind of like sitting in a room with like <laughs> levers that they're kind of like a almost like a Homer Simpson, like control panel type situation there. Isn't that how the algorithm works? Yeah, it's it's the little bird, you know, from the Simpsons that just kind of like hits the keyboard. I think that's... Just keep hitting the yes button, Google. <laughs> keep hitting the yes button. All right, Tyson, it's that time. Give me your winners and losers for the month. Who's your winner? My winner, um, I would give it to G2. Not just for this month, but looking at what the growth that they had from September of last year. So I would say G2 would be my winner this month. G2, my winner of the month as well for getting rid of that guy, Kevin Indig. What the heck does he know? <laughs> Kevin, I'm kidding. If you're listening to this podcast, we love you and come back and be my guest again anytime. Tyson, who's your loser of the month? Loser of the month. I'm going to go curveball on this one. And Dave Ramsey would be the loser of the month. What? First off, who is Dave Ramsey and what did he do to you? <laughs> it's nothing personal. It was just as I was looking to like the absolute or kind of like ratio of the losers. I mean, and granted, I will give him credit. He has two different domains and it's not Gordon Ramsey, but Dave Ramsey. So DaveRamsey.com lost about 80% of their SEO visibility. So substantial drops, especially on his own, his own name. He did, I will give some credit, that there was a nice uptick or increase for Ramsey Solutions, so a more business site. But if you're looking at the net SEO visibility, huge loss there. So yeah, I think just in that kind of migration and that launch and how they're tying the two websites, a significant opportunity. But yeah, brutal last couple of weeks for uh, DaveRamsey.com. Poor Dave Ramsey. That smells like a manual penalty or, or something along those lines to me. I'm going to give my loser of the week to the big G, to Google. And it's not because of their SEO rankings, because you always keep us guessing. We were really looking forward to Core Web Vitals being launched so we could talk about something else. And now we got to wait for another month. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. And his website is TysonStockton.com. T-Y-S-O-N-S-T-O-C-K-S-T-O-N.com.
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Oh, 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 o